0: Hello and welcome to The Moving Curve, I am Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini-cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I am considering this one. What will the epidemic mean for women? It's day 102 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 62,939 cases with 2,109 deaths. One of the striking features of the way the disease has progressed is that across the world, it affects more men than women. But there's also what the UN is calling the shadow pandemic, a surge in violence against women and girls worldwide as most countries went into lockdown. Tonight I wanted to talk more broadly about the challenges women faced under lockdown and will face in the months ahead and I interviewed Prof. Ashwini Deshpande, one of India's leading feminist and labour economists and professor of economics at Ashoka University. Prof. Deshpande wrote a piece for Quartz that I've linked to, where she compared data on complaints received by the National Commission for Women in March 2020 with that of March 2019, and she found a surge in complaints of violence against women. An observation that has been borne out by virtually every crisis helpline and also by virtually every other country. I asked her about what a lockdown must mean for women in these circumstances. One of the thoughts around the lockdown and even time after that is that what it sort of does is draws a circle around the unit that you currently live in and sort of keeps you bound to that, that changing your unit at this point is going to be difficult for some time going forward. And I just feel like that must be a uh, you know, truly frightening thought for a lot
1: of women. And in fact, it's yeah, you're absolutely correct. I mean, that's why what I did in from the NCW data is I looked at the corresponding period yes. last year right. for those uh, particular categories of crimes. And NCW, as you know, is not the first source that people don't really complain to the NCW. So the police data is going to be more valuable, but whatever has been released in the public domain uh, indicates that uh, there has been a spike, not just in India but everywhere. So when Women has now called it the shadow pandemic, which is the pandemic is the is corona, and then the shadow pandemic, uh, which is domestic violence. On Twitter, there, somebody wrote, "Well, it's situational because men are frustrated uh, for because of all the pressure. They also feel uh, helmed in, etc." But the point is, women are also frustrated, yes. but they are not reacting to the frustration by beating up their partners. You know, so. It's not about the frustration, it's about power, you know. It's about the exercise of power. Uh, um, uh, because women are also going through extreme amounts of physical and economic and mental hardship. Right. But that is not resulting in increased violence towards their male partners.
0: The pressure on women has been intense. I asked Professor Deshpande about the issue of domestic work, childcare and housework. That would have risen substantially under lockdown and is typically far more the burden of women.
1: India uh, and South Asia in particular have one of the most unequal gender uh, work sharing norms as far as domestic chores are concerned. So women spend between six to nine times more time on these activities compared to men, and this ratio is the highest in the world. Right. Now, the question is will the lockdown? unleash new social norms such that this uh, inequality gets reduced a little bit and that men realize that they have to chip in or will, will uh, this remain and in fact add to the burden of, domestic, of women's domestic chores? It's yeah. an empirical question uh, but you know the jury's out on that one. Some people are hopeful that there will be some change in social norms. I don't know. I'm not so sure about that.
0: Given rising unemployment, competition for jobs and the squeeze that is already being put on labour, I asked Professor Deshpande if there were concerns that jobs might get even more scarce for women in the coming months and she laid out three big concerns.
1: I think that's a very real concern and I think that the already low and declining female labour force participation rate may decline even further. Uh, So one element of this is what you said, which is an overall Uh, job squeeze very few jobs available and women are not going to be on priority as far as those jobs are concerned the second very important dimension to this is migration because for workers in the informal sector when they come to the cities in search of work um, you know there's some hope that women might get jobs uh, in the cities but now with this reverse migration which is workers in cities going back to rural areas the possibilities of women getting paid work outside their home decline even uh, further right. the third element is not related to migrants but for example women in cities urban women who already have a lower labor force participation rate than rural women but many of the sectors that are going to be hit particularly badly for example the hospitality sector right. you know restaurants hotels uh, or eateries right. where the front face of these establishments is female you know the receptionist the person who takes uh, the waitresses etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah. there is a for this segment of um, travel related uh, services are also going to you know uh, go down because right. of this physical distancing social distancing norm so for all of these reasons i think this pandemic is and the lockdown is going to take a huge toll on women's ability to participate in the labor market
0: so what's the solution What are the best policies the government can enact to help women return to the labor force after the lockdown ends?
1: I think a very important uh, sector to target is the MSME sector, the micro, small and medium enterprises sector, Mm -hmm. uh, which comprises of really, really tiny micro units with uh, mean employment of two to three, which is really family labor. And about 40 percent or so—I don't remember the exact figure—but a, la- a very large number of the MSMEs, particularly the micro enterprises, are own-account or single, single worker. Uh, so this could be the woman who's selling tea, you know, on the by the roadside kiosk, etc. So the government has announced things like loan loan moratorium, etc. But this, that loan moratorium is again within the MSME sector is applicable to the top end of the MSME sector. Right. The smaller, uh, you know, survivalist enterprises are mm-hmm. not taking loans from government. They're not even registered. So right. I think that the government needs to, but they are the backbone in some sense right. of service provision and even small scale manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So I think that the government needs to uh, provide some financial support to these uh, MSMEs, particularly women-owned um, uh, enterprises or women-managed enterprises. Um, and uh, that itself will actually take care of a large number of, um, uh, of women who are involved in self-employment. The other important sector is to you know, pump money towards the self-help groups.
0: Ultimately, Professor Deshpande says, it's only when people have some work and some money in hand Can demand pick up again in the economy for what industry is producing? Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. Tomorrow, a new question.